0: The more you are in demand, the more successful you are, the more you're going to have to yes. say no, because your time is more and more valuable. And it's, it's in your best interests, and it's in the interests of your business and the people that you serve that you say no. Unlock possibilities by changing your mindset. You will expand what's possible for you, for the ones around you, for the world. You're moving into a land of both blind spots and learning of things and ideas. You just crossed over into the Mindset Zone. Join your guide, Anna Malikia, founder of Solo Biz Academy, the director of education for Book Yourself Solid and a PhD in psychology.
1: The show you are about to listen is backed by popular demand from the Mindset Zone Archive Vault. To get all new episodes, make sure you subscribe via your favorite podcast app, and visit mindset.zone. Yes, instead of .com, it's .zone. There you can find the episode archive, show notes, and other amazing resources, including how to four times your success so you can work smarter, not harder, and Learn how to leverage your talents to make a bigger impact while enjoying the process. All at mindset.zone. Hi, I'm Lickian here, and in this episode, I have the pleasure to interview a fellow podcaster, Omar Zenholm, and Omar is the co-founder of Business Republic, where he and his partner Nicole started an alternative business education program called the $100 MBA. They also offer daily free 10-minute business lessons with their podcast, the $100 NBA show that I highly recommend you subscribe it to. So let's go to the interview now. Hi Omar, it's a pleasure to have you here in the Mindset Zone podcast.
0: I'm excited to be here because uh, I'm a listener of the show and I, I love it. I love the topics you guys cover And uh, to be quite frank, I find your voice uh, very easy to listen to. It's very, very nice to kind of listen to you when we're going for walks. Nicole actually was a big fan before I was and she got me onto the show so uh, I'm really excited to be on the show
1: oh this is, it's so thrill for me uh, I started the, the this podcast uh, in September last year and you your podcast the hundred dollars NBA was one of the podcasts that I was looking into because you were having and you are having an incredible success in, in iTunes and I was trying to learn what what are they doing? What are they doing? And then when I had the pleasure to meet you in person in February in Florida, it was great uh, to speak with you and 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 know a little bit how you think about podcasting, about business. And I thought, whoa! So when you tell me that you love my podcast, is a big compliment for me. <laughs> yeah,
0: I, I really do. It's it's really good value, and you know there are a lot of good podcasts oh. out there, but there's also podcasts that. Unfortunately, uh, don't hit the mark. And I think that yours definitely does. Mm-hmm.
1: Thank you. And speaking about hitting the mark, uh, what we had decided to be the focus of our interview today is this thing as focus that help us to hit the mark so many times. And uh, I know that you have a very um, precise opinion about the importance of focus in order to succeed. So I... I will start, want to start there. Uh, how do you see focus and how important it is in your opinion?
0: Uh, to me, I think focus is probably the most important word in business or success in general. Uh, and I know a lot of people say that you know hustle is the most important word. You got to hustle hard. You got to work hard, and that's that's important. You know, obviously working hard, but I think what they really mean is having focus. And um, I say this because I find that a lot of people that get started uh, in business or in life in, in a journey where they're trying to be successful in something, whether it's a podcast or a YouTube channel. Uh, they're they're not because of a lack of focus. And I'm speaking out of my own experience. Um, Only when I focus on items or things in my business is when I'm successful. And I just want to talk a little bit about why uh, people um, don't become focused or what happens here. Like, why is this an epidemic? Um, And I believe that there are two reasons why people don't uh, succeed. And it's one, either they feel a fear of failure like they are afraid to fail like and this is a huge fear a lot of people have like i don't want to put something out there what if it doesn't do mm-hmm. well and the other thing is overwhelm like yeah. they're not afraid of failure but they're just overwhelmed with all the things they have to do and these two things happen because there is no focus you know and i think that focus is the remedy to all uh, you know these two major issues that that a lot of people when they get started have uh, including myself
1: And so the fear of failure is something that I I had one of the episodes focus on that because I think it's really something that stops people for doing and also that quest for being perfect. If it's not perfect, I don't want to put it out there if like if perfection exists. Mm -hmm. And the other point is that I think that you are speaking that is very important is this, okay, but we have, we cannot how to avoid the overwhelmed and how to keep focus. Right. And so I think that is the question. How avoid overwhelm and keep focus?
0: I think it's very important for you to get used to the idea that it's very hard to do well at something if you spread yourself too thin. You can't be the master of Twitter. You can't be, uh, while also being the master at YouTube and a blog and a podcast and be a great you know public speaker this you just can't do it all at once I'm not saying you can't do it all but you just can't do it all at once you can take each challenge each task one at a time and you need to understand that once you focus on something um, it's like you're concentrating on it and Mm -hmm. anything you concentrate anything it's like when you concentrate the power of the sun you can burn something (laughs) right with a microscope or not a microscope but a microfine glass Mm -hmm. but Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
1: Uh, It's funny that you are saying that image because that is what um, this um, challenge of keeping focus is something that affects most self-employed professionals. Mm -hmm. That is the people that I I serve with my businesses. And I usually give them an image that I said that a self-employed professional, when they are starting, they are like a beautiful um, electrical light bulb, like the Edison incandescent style light bulb. Mm -hmm. That uh, they are very pretty, and if you have like a four watt light bulb, you even can look to the filament inside and see it shining, and it's so beautiful, so pretty. But that four watt. is a nightlight, or so they say during the day with loads of light around it. You, you mm-hmm. don't know if it's on or off. And that is how most uh, uh, self-employed professionals are. They they really have a good intention, a fire inside, but because it goes in all directions, uh, they are not seen. And the amazing thing, and this seems that is a physical reality, that the same energy, that same for what, if you have them align, you know, for what, laser you mm-hmm. literally can burn a hole in a wall yeah so it's the same energy the difference is one is totally focused and the other one is totally dispersed and i think the as business coaches one of the work that we do is help them really focus in a in a plan to see the results
0: yeah and i think one of the reasons why we don't focus is that in order to focus you have to do something what I call suspend disbelief. You have to suspend disbelief that this is not gonna work. Like, you know, that this is not gonna work. You have to make sure that you've, like, this is gonna work, this is gonna be successful, but you have to suspend this disbelief that, you know, oh my gosh, um, what if this fails? All these things that comes in your mind. You know, you have to block those things out long enough so you can have enough focused time to see results. you know. And a lot of us, we we, we don't focus, and in order to focus, you have to have a, a certain amount of time. We don't focus because we don't give it enough time. Mm-hmm. Um, we wanna jump around and, oh, this is not working, let me try something else. And uh, unfortunately, nothing of a significance uh, it takes, you know, two minutes. It takes, you know, a lot of time to, to work on it.
1: Yeah. And, and that reminds me a quote that I think is generally Dumas that use it a lot, that is focusing as follow on one course until success. Yeah. Or, And and I totally agree with that. And it's really, I, in the beginning of the year, I don't do New Year resolutions, but I pick a word for the year. And this year, my word that is there in my wall calendar is focus. Mm -hmm. Follow one course until succeed. And um, I, I speak a lot about this. And sometimes people ask me, And how do you know that you are in the right course, in the right path? Because if you are so focused, but you are in the wrong direction, is that good? How you will reply to this objection?
0: That's a great question. And it's something that you will experience. This happens. You know, a lot of people, when I talked about fear of failure, you know, this is one of the things they were fearing. What if I... I'm climbing up a ladder that's leaned against the wrong wall. Mm -hmm. Like what if, what, you know, what if I'm I'm doing the wrong thing or I'm in the wrong direction? Well, let me just like put you out of your misery and say that if you are in business, if you're trying something for the first time, you will fail. Just, just expect it. You know, it's guaranteed, you're gonna have to do that. It's a rite of passage. No one just gets it right the first time, you know. Um, Even the biggest minds and the biggest businesses, Facebook, they failed when they first started. You know, they got in trouble and, you know, Mark Zuckerberg got called in by Harvard and all that (laughs) stuff, right? So, and he got sued and all that stuff, right? You're gonna have challenges, you're gonna fail and things are not gonna always work perfectly. So, how do you know which way? And I think that you have to be a good listener in business. You have to also, you know, make sure that you listen to your audience, your customers, because you do not exist without them. They're the reason why you exist. And your whole job is to serve them. And in order to serve them right, you have to give them what they need. And a good example of this is, you know, our podcast. And you, know, you just mentioned the hundred dollar MBA show. You know, that wasn't our first podcast. We had a podcast before that that was a failure. It didn't it didn't do well. You know, but we learned a lot of lessons. Now, we didn't give up on podcasting. We stayed on the course. We said, Mm -hmm. you know, podcast, we believe in podcasting. We think podcasting is a good platform that we can use our strengths in. And that has a lot of potential. You know, still early in in, in the podcasting world. But we were doing podcasting wrong. We had to change our direction. We had to pivot a little bit because we had an interview podcast and that wasn't our strengths. Mm-hmm. Our, our strengths and Nicole and I are educators and that's where we come from, you know, teaching lessons. And that's why the 100-Roll MBA show makes sense because yes. it's daily 10-minute business lessons every single day. So uh, we we believed in the concept. We believed the course we're in but sometimes you have the course correct. Yeah. You're just going the wrong you know, angle. You're you're maybe doing the wrong thing on the course and you need to really just adjust and find out. And sometimes we take that as a failure. And I think the best way to look at it is say, you did not fail because at the end of the day- You learn. You, you learn and and you're, you're also, you're still on the path. I haven't given up on being a great entrepreneur. I'm still on the path of being a great entrepreneur and I'm learning and I'm, I'm stumbling. And one of my favorite stories I love to share is a, story, uh, is a story of Jerry Seinfeld. Jerry uh-huh. Seinfeld, and I wrote a blog post about it because I th- thought the story was fascinating. And Jerry Seinfeld, when he first got on stage as a stand-up comedian, uh, he didn't do well. Mm-hmm. He bombed completely, right? So he got on stage, it's his first time on stage as a stand-up comedian. He just does horribly, horribly, the crowd doesn't like him, they're booing him, all that stuff. He gets off stage, he goes backstage where the other comedians are waiting for you know their yeah. turn to do their set. And they they just put their hand on him. It's like really sorry they didn't go well. And he's smiling ear from ear. He's super happy. And they're like, "Why are you so happy?" (laughs) It's like you just bombed. Like, oh, I don't worry about that. Uh, For him, he was just like. I, I'm, I can't wait till next time. Yeah. I'm—I've already succeeded. I'm there because I'm one of those guys. Mm-hmm. I'm now a comedian. Now i you know—and and that's how you have to look at it. Uh, you're now on the path of being a great entrepreneur. It doesn't matter if you boo, get booed one time, or you fail. You're on the path. And he was just happy just to be a doer, somebody that's actually doing things.
1: And is that uh, we really have to change our mindset around that experience of failure? Mm -hmm. I will interpret that because uh, I did one of the episodes, what was episode number three in the beginning Mm -hmm. of this podcast was episode number three, that is failure and the way to success. And it's all about, uh, it uh, was about a short uh, four minutes video that I play in the in the podcast that is from um, Sarah Blankley. She's the founder of Mm Spanks. One of the reasons that she thinks that she's so successful was because her dad had like a family ritual every day after school for her and her brother, when they were sitting for the meal, you will ask, so what did you fail today?
0: Oh, what did you fail? I like yeah. that. <laughs> and,
1: uh, so, and they had to tell something that they tried and really s- were very bad at. Oh, I tried to play this and I was not very good. And the, the father will I fire them. Well, well, great. Well done. And she said that that experience of every day having her dad asking, what did you fail today? Uh, and being a positive thing in a positive kind of frame. Right. She said that was so meaningful for her because when she started, because she started, I think one of the first things that she did was uh, selling Sherox machines. She are selling stuff, and yeah. anybody in a sales professional, they have to deal with failure. But she never. She said that she was very good on what she was doing because she didn't saw no as a big problem. Okay, let's try again. She didn't yeah. have that negative emotion around that. And when she was trying with the idea of the spanks, that was in some way uh, related with what she was doing in sales because they had to look very pretty and very nice. And she was, I think, in Florida. And so they used to cut the pantyhose uh, above the knees for looking better in the skirt. And she thought, why there is not somebody selling this? Right. And then all her struggle to find somebody that will manufacture that because nobody believed it in the beginning that right. that makes any sense. And now how successful it is yeah. and how much she grow in terms of her business and and, uh, and it's a great example of an entrepreneur really uh, getting there. Wow. But yeah. is that that mindset of seeing things as okay I'm going for it she believed in our, in our idea and she kept going until somebody believed in her right. and no was not she know that was not the end of the road was just yeah. part of the process and the other thing that I speak in that episode is about this book that if you don't know is a beautiful book called Go For No is the name of the book yeah. Go for no. Um, and and um, it's all about to, to see um, that we, we don't have like a fork in the road that is one way success and the other way is failure. Right. In order to succeed, we have to overcome many failures.
0: Yeah, I truly believe in that. And I, I know we we're talking a lot about, you know, fears in, in this uh, episode and when we were talking about focus, but I feel like it's it's very much related because a lot of us, we don't focus on what we need to focus on because we have a fear of missing out. Like I, I got to see what's going on, on Facebook yeah. or I'm going to miss out on something or I have a fear that, you know, if I don't buy this new, you know, uh, program, then unfortunately I'm not going to know exactly what to do perfectly. So I got to do that program first before I start working on whatever I'm working on. So we're always just kind of battling this fear that, it's not enough, or I need to do something else, or you know, all these distractions. And and one of the things that uh, I talk about on the Harlem BA Show when it comes to focus is that you, know, you have to understand that there are distractions all around you. And unless you shut off those distractions, it's gonna be very hard for you to focus. One of the best times I get great ideas is when I'm on vacation, when I'm on holiday, Or one of the best times I get a chance to read a book and really, you know, get into it is also on vacation because I have nothing else to do. I don't have other distractions. You know, I have my laptop off, off, I'm on the beach or I'm taking a walk or I'm in a new town or a new city and I'm just... I have the time to think, I have the time to do things because of the lack of distractions. It's very hard for you to come up with great ideas or to really focus on a task when they have all these things you know, bombarding you. So one of the first steps I believe in order to focus on whatever you're focusing on is one obviously to choose one thing, but two is to shut off all the distractions. And if that's email, shut off your email, shut off your uh, phone if that has to happen. You know, put it on silent or put it in another room, you know, shut off all the social media. It's fine, you'll get to it later, but right now, focus on one thing. And that's one of the things I've really found very helpful in our business is that when we wake up in the morning, Uh, We make it a habit to just focus on creating content. The most important part of our business is, you know, whether that's creating a blog post or a podcast episode, we just focus on that. We just, that's the best time in the morning. Our mind is fresh. We spend, you know, two to three hours working on that. And then we have a lot of time for answering emails or getting on social media because you're going to waste time when you don't have things defined.
1: Mm -hmm. And I totally agree and the thing I think the secret is having clarity about what is important to focus on, because I think right. what happens to many people is that they are focused on their to-do list. And That's a good to, point. And they, to, they to, and they are really trying to go one item at a time and cross, 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 um, but their their to-do list maybe is not focus on mm-hmm. what is really important to keep moving their business or their project forward. So, how do you go about on that first step of having clarity about what is the priority?
0: Sure. I mean, one of the, the things that I uh, I learned from John Maxwell is the, is the rule of fives. And what he talks about in the rule of fives is... You should always choose five things, and you could choose three or two or whatever it is. But he says five is is a good number, and I I I do the same. So you choose five things you believe is important to you and your business, and you make sure you cover those five things. You do those five things, or the things you do relate to those five things every single day. So if those five, like for for me, my five things are. Create content that could be recording a podcast, it could be writing a blog post, it could be, you know, writing an ebook, whatever it is. Okay, so the number one is create, you know, valuable content. Two is answer a question or, or help somebody with a problem. That could be on social media, it could be a customer question. The third one is to give back to help and, you know, add value to a conversation. So maybe I'll go on, you know, a forum or I will actually go to a meetup (laughs) in real life and, uh, and help people through just adding value and providing and helping and do things like that. You know, uh, the fourth thing for me personally in our business is making sure that one, that, uh, uh, that we are constantly improving in any way. So uh, have I improved? Have I done something to help improve myself? And that means learning. Can I read something? Can I read a blog post? Get I read up, listen to a podcast, something to keep growing. Uh, and then finally, number five, uh, is always something that I like to uh, keep in mind. It's always hard to do, uh, but you have to keep it in mind, but is, is do something physical like oh. exercise mm-hmm. to keep your mind sharp, and to uh, you respect your body, because if you you know give back to your body, it'll give back to you. So these are five things, and no matter these could be different tasks. But if the if those those are my five priorities, if those five priorities, if the task on my to do list does not fit those five priorities, then I can probably toss it aside, mm-hmm. or I can outsource it, or I can give it to somebody else, or or maybe if I have extra time, I'll do it. But the point is, is that I shouldn't feel bad if it doesn't meet one of those five priorities. Okay. And you set out your own five priorities.
1: So it's like five guideposts that you have for every day you can reflect in your day or even in the middle of the day and check if you hit that five posts
0: and that's kind of your feeling of you know accomplishment or sense of accomplishment at the end of the day i I did my five i did the thing i needed to do i'm better than i was yesterday and i always believe that you should always compare yourself only to yourself not to other people um you know you you are on a, a path you are on a journey uh, you can't look at somebody that's been down the road a few times already or is far ahead of you. That's their journey. And uh, un- unfortunately, a lot of people get demotivated because they say, oh, my gosh, this person just you know, made $50,000 yeah. this month. You know, I haven't made $50,000 ever in my life in a year. And you just feel like, what's the point? So you, know, you just have to focus on, am I better than I was yesterday?
1: And the, the, that is the, the thing because, even in terms of, because I believe that this focus is a habit. Mm -hmm. that we have to develop because we are i think in a society and surrounding even the social media the tv the the internet that it really trains our brain for being scattered all around for not being focused (laughs) Uh, so we really have to retrain ourselves to keep the focus
0: yeah, and if you're in a if you're in a group or you work with other people, even if you have a small business where it's just you and a couple other people, it's good to have a culture of focus so you can remind each other. You know, uh, you know, it's okay to take breaks, but if you're in the middle of work and you guys are horsing around, like, listen, I got to focus on this task. Oh yeah, you're right. Like, let's get back to work so that, that everybody's on the same page. Focus is a part of your 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 mantra, or your culture mm-hmm. in your business.
1: And sometimes I think I also find um, helpful to have okay to have uh, um, time frames okay I have to do in the in this next 90 minutes I'm going to be focused but then I also have can have some time frames let's say 30 minutes if I do if I get all that I want to do because it's important until this time and then I will reward myself with 30 minutes just browsing the web yeah surfing with no guilt just yeah, enjoying I like yeah because i think we also need that freedom sometimes just to uh because sometimes we find interesting things like that but i think yeah. I, I love the containment of okay now it's time to do this great now i have time to play and then allows to play
0: i like that and and one of the things I want to say, because it's not all—it's not all roses, you know. Uh, one of the things I learned about focus is that I also say that like the brother of focus is no, because in order for you to be really focused and stay on tasks, you're going to have to say no to people. You're going to say no to other people, whether it's big or small. Um, you know, recently Nicole and I were releasing uh, our software, Webinar Ninja, and it was very busy for us because yeah. we were building things, we we're creating things, creating content. We had a pot, you know, we have a podcast called Webinar Ninja. It's just a lot, a lot of stuff. And then people would approach us like, hey, I would love for you to get on a Skype call with us so we can, you know, potentially, you know, have a coaching relationship or maybe, you know, I'd love to have you uh, speak to me about, you know, maybe potentially being, uh, I don't know, a contributor to my book or something like that, you know, and sometimes you're going to have to say no. And I say sometimes, but the, the more you, are in demand the more successful you are the more you're going to have to say no because your time is more and more valuable and it's it's in your best interest and it's in the interests of your business and the people that you serve that you say no because again if you if you say yes to one person you're going to say no to somebody else you just have a yes. limited amount of time you have to learn to say no and i actually just recorded a uh, episode of the honorable Show called no is a complete sentence <laughs> and it talks about different ways to say no like no. you 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 could just say no to people and you don't have to explain yourself you don't have to, i'm not saying you could be rude yeah. it's just like you could just say i'm really sorry but at this time i just can't do it okay. You know, I wish you all the best. A Mm. lot of people don't understand that in order for you to be successful, you have to also give to yourself. You got to give time to yourself. And let's not forget, we don't live in a bubble. We have family, we have friends. They have rights over us. You know, in order for me to be a friend to somebody, I can't just ignore them. Uh, You know, I have to look up, you know, see how they're doing, call them up, you know, visit them, whatever it is, you know. And the same thing goes with family, obviously. But, you know, part of focusing is realizing, you know, I'm gonna have to make some tough decisions. I'm gonna have to say no to people that I like. And people that I respect, and because I, I'm on a mission, I have yeah. I have to finish this test. I have to, you know, write this book. I have to finish this course. I have to, you know, prepare for this speech. Whatever it is, yeah. I got to get it done. And if I start saying yes to everything, it won't get done, yeah. and that's not focus. Totally agree with that. I think what's what's the best takeaway is understanding that you're not being greedy. A lot of people feel guilty by saying no and saying yes and not saying yes to everybody. People feel like well I'm being selfish. I'm I'm a giver. I'm here to serve and that's true. But you have to be able to serve effectively. In order to like in order for you to produce let's say for example a book you're going to write a book that book can affect millions of people yeah. or let's say for example thousands of people right so you have a lot more reach by focusing on writing that book than you know maybe saying yes to five or six people and and kind of seeing that you shouldn't feel guilty about this because you don't owe them anything you're not responsible for their success you can choose how you help you can choose how you help people be successful in the best way you can because you're not an expert at everything or your time is best spent in different ways you know so i think that i love that takeaway because it just reminds you that you're not a horrible person by saying no and you don't have to be rude about it you know most people are just happy they get a reply on an email when like, I, mean, I reply and I say hey uh thanks for your email unfortunately this is not a good fit for our show and mm-hmm. you know um, or, or booked or whatever it is you know But it's okay to be honest and say it's not a good fit for our show maybe we could circle back in nine months maybe yeah. things will be different but right now I just can't do it yeah. sorry have a good one
1: but how do we go about to go back in track now, when we go off great, track
0: that's a great question because Um, I really believe that momentum and consistency is one of the most powerful things you can do in your life, whatever it is, business, exercise. Like, how many times have you been exercising consistently and then you stopped? It's hard to get back into it again. So momentum is very powerful. So even if something happens, like, you know, health-wise or maybe a family issue, uh, it's okay. It happens. Don't feel bad about it. But the point is is that you need to try to get back on track as soon as possible. Um, There's an old airbrush. A proverb, you know, um, my parents are Egyptian and one of the proverbs I learned growing up was if you turn your back on your studies for one day, it it turns its back on you for one week. Hmm. And if you turn your back on your studies for one week, it takes, you know, it turns its back for one month and and so on and so forth. So it's true. Like it's once you get out of habit something, it's very hard to get back into it. So you have to try to minimize that gap as much as possible. So if it's a day or a few days, that's fine. But you know, commit to going back to it, and the hard, the longer you wait, the harder it is for you to jump back on the horse. Yeah, exactly. So,
1: <laughs> that was the image that was coming when you were speaking. Was yeah. when that uh, what people say when you fall out of the horse, you have to go back uh, up as yeah, soon as because possible. Gonna
0: the horse is going to start, you know, running away. You know, it's going to be hard for you to chase the horse and get back on. You no, know, it's just too much. Yeah. You know? So, and you're not going to be as fast as a horse. So, and a lot of it is just. Understanding what's in st- what's at stake, you know, like if I stop doing this, if I stop this momentum, I don't want to go back to the way things were before. Yeah, I, you know, before I wasn't consistent, before I wasn't focused. I, you know, we don't like who we are when we're not doing what we're supposed to be doing. You know what I'm saying? Even from a young age, we we like it when we're doing the right thing, you know? So, uh, sometimes we get motivated that way. Some, you know, we get motivated by pleasure and pain. So maybe you can just say, I want to avoid that pain of Mm -hmm. feeling, you know, that I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. So let me get back on it as soon as possible.
1: So for people that are in this journey of trying to get more focus, because it's a journey it's like this, it's like yeah. motivation, it's not the destination, it's not something that you arrive there and is done, it's a process that con- goes on and on. And, and we can always learn new things and improve on it. So what, the, what will be the message that you have for people that are in this, starting on this journey?
0: I think my best advice is something I told myself when I got started on this journey is, um, I wasn't having success, and you may be in a position where you're not having success because you're not on that journey. And when you don't have success, it's actually a very powerful time for you. And I say that because I realized, you know, this is not working for me. This is not happening. I really have nothing to lose, so I might as well try focusing. You know, Mm -hmm. like, try something different and see how it goes because right now, it can only get better, you know? Right now, I have nobody listening to me. I have no audience. I have no real uh, traction. So... Uh, my advice is give it a shot and and commit to it, just yes. like you would commit to something else. Say, I'm, I'm gonna commit for the next, you know, let's say week, that I'm gonna focus for three hours from this time to this time, or maybe two hours, maybe three hours is too much for you, two hours on this task. I'm gonna have nothing else. If I have to, I'm gonna shut off my internet connection. Mm. I will work on my writing or work on whatever you need to work on for those two hours every single day. I may not like it, I may feel like I want to quit, but regardless, I'm going to go through it as much as possible. And at the end of the week, I will evaluate. I will not quit, I will not stop doing this until the end of the week, regardless of what happens. Yeah. Even if it doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Even if I'm writing, it's like, oh, I don't want to write about this anymore. Forget this focus plan. No, just keep writing. Even if it's something that, you just keep doing it. The point is the discipline. The point is not the, actual the process. Thing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the week, evaluate. What did you get done? And then look at what you normally get done in a uh-huh. week and say, "Is this working?" Even if it's the wrong thing you're working on, you change your mind, you'll be like, "Wow, I wrote you know 15 pages on this topic. I have an ebook on my hands, you know. Uh, I, I would never think I could get this done in a week, <laughs> or I've been trying to do this for months, yeah. right? So just focus and give it a shot. Give it a trial, give it a spin, see how it goes, and then evaluate. Yeah, Maybe and you yeah. want to change, change gears and then say, okay, let me try for two months, I mean mm-hmm. two weeks and then mm-hmm. a month mm-hmm. and, then, and then adjust as you go along.
1: And I, I think this is a great suggestion and a great advice and the only thing I will add if it's really tough, get a buddy, somebody that you want to do exactly. like this challenge with and get like in a Skype or even phone and say, I'm okay, the two hours or one hour starts now. And keep yourself accountable with that person and that person will keep you accountable. Sometimes we need an extra thing, (laughs) but whatever is needed to to, to make it happen is my opinion. Okay, so uh, how can people know more about you?
0: Sure. I mean, the best way to learn more about what we do, uh, they can visit 100mba.net. That's our uh, wi- uh, our course and our site, The $100 MBA. Uh, they can check out our podcast there, uh, which is called The $100 MBA Show. We have a free video course there. We have ebooks for free. We have a blog. So there's a whole bunch of stuff that people can just uh, take advantage of for absolutely nothing. Uh, you can also check out uh, what we're working on at Webinar Ninja, which is our webinar platform at webinarninja.co.
1: And for the listeners out there that are mainly listening via any smartphone or via iTunes, if you like what you listen so far, go ahead after this show and subscribe to $100 NBA show because it's really great. It's like 10 minutes every day. You very quickly. It was only I, I listen when I'm having my breakfast in the morning. It really gives a <laughs> dose of motivation high energy is like really like a good coffee so that is my suggestion and thank you so much for having for your time today thank you anna i hope you enjoyed this interview and as always you can go to the show notes of this episode at mindset.zone forward slash 35 that is the number of this episode and will be a pleasure to have you in my Facebook group that you can access by going to mindset.zone forward slash Facebook. As always, grateful that you cross over into the mindset zone, expand what's possible for you, for the ones around you, for the world. Thank you for listening. And remember to visit Mindset.Zone. Yes, instead of .com, is .zone. There you can find all the episodes and other amazing resources. As always, I am so grateful that you have crossed over into the Mindset Zone. Spend what's possible for you, for the ones around you, for the world.